Today's blog, COVID-19, Life on Life's Terms. Hi, my name is Sandy J, and this is my first post, which I hope will be the first of many. Like most people in most places around the world who are not involved in essential services, I am currently in lockdown. Thankfully, I am not alone. I am at home with my husband, my three teenage children, our two dogs and our two chickens. Like most people, I am at home all of the time now, except when I drag the children and the dogs out for a walk once a day so we can get some much needed exercise. I say drag the children because they are always reluctant, to say the least, to be taken away from their comfortable sedentary state. Usually, by the time we get down the end of our street, they have get the children to understand that there are supply shortages and getting to outlets to get supplies is something we need to minimise as much as we possibly can has been difficult to say the least. Before this, we lacked for nothing. We literally had access to an endless supply of whatever we felt we would like to have. This expectation, which is the norm in many countries around the world, has trained us to have this unrealistic expectation of instant gratification all of the time. So now we are asked to make many concessions. We are all reeling in shock and pushing back because our expectations of having our every desire met has been a part of what we have come to believe is normal. Like everyone, the first couple of weeks as life as we know it came to a staggeringly abrupt halt. As a family, we faltered and floundered and prepared for what was clearly on the horizon. We had come to terms with a new societal norm, which was essentially to be ready for things to invariably change radically from one day to the next. These were not small concessions we were called upon to implement. They were not just little inconsequential things, but big things which impacted every part of what we have all grown accustomed to having in our lives, namely employment, education, food and other necessary resources and an expectation to have access to health services and supplies. Everything we had been used to having readily on hand and part of our day-to-day lives was suddenly thrown into a melting pot of uncertainty. I would really like this post to be like I'm having a conversation with you. We may never meet, but in these times of self-isolation, it is really important that we reach out to each other and try and connect in meaningful ways. We are all going through the COVID-19 pandemic together. We are isolated with good reason, but in this isolation, it is easy to feel as though we are alone. I have written a book called The Key. You won't find it on Amazon or other platforms as I am awaiting to be published. I wrote this book in 2019 to help people who may be feeling frightened and isolated to feel more empowered despite their circumstances. I know what it's like to feel trapped with no way out. I know what it is like to have limitations thrust upon you because of circumstances out of your control. I know what it is like to feel scared and alone. I know what it is like to experience heightened anxiety. I know what it is like to live in a hypervigilant state anticipating danger and not knowing where or when it will strike next. 
I know what it is like to feel like no one else knows or understands how hard or dysfunctional things are behind the front door of your own home. I know what it is like to have freedoms and liberties taken away from you. I know what it is like to lose control. If I know all that, how can that possibly be of help to you? Well, hopefully it can. Not only can I help you feel as though you are not alone in what you are feeling and what you are dealing with because I am someone who has experienced what you are now going through. I am here letting you know that there are others like you, others who have the same struggles and are dealing with similar problems to your own. My aim is that I can hopefully help you focus on what you can do rather than feel overwhelmed by your limitations. We are all effectively victims of circumstance at the moment, not because of anything we have done, but because a virus with serious health implications and consequences is spreading all over the world like wildfire. There is an insidious nature with the threat of the COVID-19 virus, which leaves everyone literally locking themselves in their homes to try and stay safe and minimise the chance of communal transmission. I am following government guidelines and recommendations and taking the risks into serious consideration. This situation is not in my control or anyone else's, and so there is every good reason to bunker down and adapt. As hard as it is, we can adapt, and the good news is that we could also find peace and happiness in spite of our circumstances. What I would like to do is to explore ideas which might help others deal with the current hardships they face. With time, help, a positive proactive approach and a ton of perseverance, I found a way out of my situation and began to rebuild my life from a point of absolute brokenness. We can't always change our circumstances, but we can look for ways to rise above the problems. One of the most powerful keys to rising above the problems is to accept the change and adapt. Learning to accept life on life's terms is one of the most important keys we can have to finding peace in the midst of crisis and turmoil. Recently, I heard on the news that a million people have contracted the COVID-19 virus. That is approximately 5% of the population of Australia, which is the country of my origin. The transmission of this virus has been rapid and exponential. It has also been reported that the actual number of people who have COVID-19 is estimated to be between five to ten times more than the current official number of cases which have tested positive. That is a staggering, sobering number to consider. Many of the predictions are grim and are much too much to fathom in real terms. It is natural for people to feel overwhelmed by the threat of the S at us with all the force of the limit which it was stretched to when it snapped. Ouch, it hurts. And sometimes when that rubber band snaps, it can fly off out of our control and hit someone else in its line of fire. Just like the rubber band, when we are stretched beyond our normal limits, we have the same tendency to snap. When we lose our sense of well-being and we are overwhelmed with the pressures we are facing because our foundations have suddenly become like sinking sand, we react defensively and instinctively. 
the primordial instinct of fight or flight kicks in and reason and calm evaporate into thin air and disappear. Feelings of frustration and confusion and here comes the big driving emotion that we all face, the big one that holds us to ransom, the one that stops us in our tracks, the one that takes hold and takes control, fear, can envelop us and can even consume us. Then instead of being calm and rational, fear drives us to react to circumstances instead of responding to them. The frightening thing is that now many people who have never experienced domestic violence are seeing breakdowns in their relationships because of the tremendous stresses that they are under. Just recently, there was a 75% increase in Google searches on domestic violence. This massive increase speaks volumes about the very real pressures people are under and the way it is impacting families. At no time is domestic violence or violence of any nature okay. The more people are able to find a place of calm in the middle of all the stress being put on them, the less violent tendencies should arise. I know from first-hand experience what domestic violence looks like. This is the experience that took control of my life and took years for me to escape from and rebuild my life from. It breaks my heart to think that the current health crisis that we are facing with the COVID-19 virus is putting families under so much strain that people who would otherwise not snap and resort to abusive behaviour quite literally do and are. We need to find a place of calm in ourselves so that we do not lash out at the ones that we love. The first bit of advice I want to give anyone listening to this is to be kind to themselves and others. Please, please remember that we are all being called upon to make massive changes. Try and focus on the absolute basics and try and focus on the short term as everything is prone to change from one day to the next. We have all been brought to a stop. It is up to you how you use this time. If you remember one thing, that is that time is yours. Why not make a friend of this time that has been given to do positive, helpful, constructive and creative things? I am not discounting what you have had to sacrifice because of this health pandemic. I'm just asking you to try and make the best of a bad situation in whatever way you can. I am not suggesting you bury your head in the sand and pretend that everything is fantastic. I am asking you to please try and find a space of calm. If this means taking yourself off from your loved ones for half an hour to relax enough for calm, reasonable thought to surface, then if you know everyone can be left for that half hour and survive without you, go and find a quiet space. When you have a feeling of clarity, then you can begin to work through your problems in a constructive way. This problem with the COVID-19 pandemic isn't going away tomorrow or anytime soon. It is very important that we all find ways to work through this problem in our personal lives and our homes and as a part of our local community and the wider community of being a part of this world. I invite you to stop and take a deep breath and turn your mind to what you can do.
Please stay home, stay safe and count your blessings. The more things you can think of to be grateful for, the better you will begin to feel. Remember, we are all in this together. I invite you to contact me with ideas you would like me to explore in other posts. Wishing you well.